Hey everyone, this is Kevin Hart. I'm Mike Winmacher. This is the uh, Pop Culture Workshop. You may also know me as Lars. Let's not. That's let, true. Let, we'll let you behind the curtain. It's the same guy. Oh, he may be on two different stations, but it's the <laughs> same guy. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, Pop Culture Workshop. We're, we're still workshopping names. Comment, uh, Craig, thank you for your comment there. Yes. Um, so, anyone else wants to comment? Uh, and give us an idea of what we should name this. We're thing. serious about silly or terrible names yes. because we may run with them if we think they're funny. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, definitely. No, no one is. No name is too ridiculous. Yeah. But uh, we'll begin last week. Obviously, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness came out, made 185 million dollars at the box office domestically. Had in the some first people weekend. clutching their pearls at the violence. Yes, and that's what we want to start off with because a lot of people are saying that had this not been Marvel or Disney property. It would have been R-rated. Now, I talked with Eric Davis from Fandango this week, and he disagrees. I And and he believes nothing was too scary, but it, it's Sam Raimi. So it's like you're going to get some of those campy midnight movie. I think people are so kind of clutching the pearls because it was so outside the norm of what you expect from Marvel. Right. And so people were just kind of – it was jarring if you're taking your child – and, you know, you've been used to Captain America. Not that it wasn't violence there, but, you know, Marvel's done a pretty good job of, you know, violence within reason. Right. And this was more of a dark tone. And so people just kind of like, yeah, pump the brakes there, Marvel. Right. But but like you said, it's Sam Raimi. And if you know his movies, like the Evil Dead movies, I mean, you knew he was going to put some sort of horror in it. And even in the Spider-Man movies, I think we said this last week, there's the scene in Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock where um, his yes. arms start killing everybody. And the guy pulls up a chainsaw. There's a guy like, ah! Like, you know, his his nails are scraping on the floor. I mean, Sam Raimi is going to put some horror stuff in his movies. Yeah, and Kevin Feige had warned everyone saying, hey, this is Marvel's first horror movie. So you had to know that going in. <laughs> yeah. So I'd, I'd, I think it was fine at PG-13. You got to, I mean, just looking at some of the trailers you knew, they had given you enough of a heads up as a parent, I think, to let the, let you know, hey, this, this may be a little intense. So... Uh, there's been a lot of, like you said, pearl clutching. Um, much ado about nothing, yeah. I really think. It, it reminds me of, um, well, recently I actually watched Gremlins, which I realized upon watching it that I don't think I'd seen it all the way through. Ever. Oh, wow, okay. I only caught parts of it on TV. And Gremlins is PG, and I'm like, this is really violent for a PG movie. Back in the 80s, they, they didn't care, man. And, that, and that's what I was thinking with this. I'm like, maybe this is going to be the new thing where they're really, really, really going to be pushing PG-13 oh, yeah. until they have to do you know, something else. I yeah. don't know. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. What uh, debuted in front of Doctor Strange, and actually the teaser trailer debuted then on Monday earlier this week, the new Avatar movie, Age yeah. of Water, A Way of Water, I think Way it is. Way of Water, yeah. Uh, and the interesting thing from that was the fact that in the 24-hour period, it got more views than any of the recent Star Wars movies. And I know I was one of the individuals like, you know, Avatar came out in 2009. I never saw it. I know it was the, you know, the biggest movie ever and still kind of right there as far as grossing. Until I realized the movie was coming out, actually, I made endless jokes about Avatar 2 and 3. And I'm like, who oh, yeah. cares about these movies? I thought the same thing. But the numbers bear out that people are caring. People still want to see Avatar 2. Yes. And I was kind of shocked at the, at the numbers uh, that there was more than even the Star Wars one. So... It's interesting to see as as a Disney fan like I am if 
you know, Disney World's Animal Kingdom now has a Pandora World mm. and a couple of Avatar rides attached. It's interesting if that kept it in the national consciousness. And another interesting fact that I saw, James Cameron, I think you brought this up too, he doesn't do sequels usually. Yeah. The last time he did something like this was Terminator 2, and that was you know far removed from the original Terminator, and look how huge that was. Yeah. And so as much as it may not be my cup of tea, it's obvious there are people that are out there that are caring about this. Yeah, and I think... I mean, just the, you know, the Avatar was advanced back then. Yes. I mean, the 3D, it, it was made for 3D, not retrofitted for 3D. So um, just the advances in the technology between now, uh, then and now, um, and just seeing, you know, on my phone screen, the trailer, how good it looks, I can only imagine blown up on IMAX, it's going to look wonderful. And on IMAX 3D, IMAX even, 3D more, yeah. even more so. So, yeah, so visually stunning. And kind of shut me up. I'm just like, all right, people people like them some Avatar, and Disney's hoping you do because they have another three sequels after this. So they better hope that fervor continues. Uh, as far as box office this week, Doctor Strange is going to win again. Uh, we do have a release of Firestarter, a remake of the Drew Barrymore quote-unquote classic. Uh, it's going to be in theaters and on Peacock streaming. Uh, it's got Zac Efron plays the dad of Firestarter. Jeez. That's about... All I can say, I don't know if I'm, I even have Peacocks. I get it for free because I have Xfinity. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm searching it out. I just don't know if I am or not. Zach Efron's playing a dad. That makes me feel old. Well, yeah. I think like a high a school or high school musical. Yeah. I mean. Speaking of high school, another streaming uh, this weekend is Rebel Wilson. I don't know if you've yeah, seen this. I've seen so this, Rebel, yeah. Rebel Wilson, easy for me to say, um, has this movie called Senior Year that's out on Netflix this weekend. And the whole concept to me is kind of interesting. She plays this cheerleader who had an injury back in high school. She's in a coma for 20 years, wakes up, and wants to finish her senior year of high school. So it's kind of the fish-out-of-water Billy Madison type thing. Right. Um, Rebel Wilson excels in these type of roles, I think. And it may be one you want to give a, uh, a try to because it, it does look kind of funny. And the concept to me is kind of hilarious, too. Oh, yeah. And you'll have plenty of those um – and I think because I, I there's a trailer for this, right? Because I think I've seen yes. the trailer. Yeah. Where there's where she's um, you know, she's gonna have to catch up with the latest technology and everything. So there'll be like as a fish out of water. There'll be some some fun, uh, maybe even with Rebel Wilson slapstick moments. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of streaming, you did catch up and finish Ozark. I finished Ozark last night. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. How was it? I really enjoyed it. Um, I th- I know there's people who are really upset with the ending. Um, it, it, you know, it, it ends up where it, it 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 doesn't end up where I expected it to. But when it gets to the ending, I'm like, this kind of makes sense. Is it more fulfilling than like let's say a Sopranos? Type it, of ending? there's there's more closure than Sopranos. Okay, I mean okay. I I know famously Sopranos. Is, you know, yeah, 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 exactly. Cuts well, off mid-sentence. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Like, I think that is – it's so hard when a show is so kind of uh, – people just love it so much, right? Yeah. Um, that it's hard to wrap it up in a way that makes the fans that are so fervent for it still enjoy it, right? Because right. I think there's this – people being upset that it's actually done – 
And so anything you do is going to be difficult. So it's hard to stick the landing when you become such a sensation of a streaming show. It's hard to stick that landing, is it not? I, yeah, I think that's what happened with Game of Thrones because, and I never watched Game of Thrones really, but I know that last season people were so mad about it and it was like, well, it's the last season. And I think no matter what they did, they would have pissed people off. So that's, I mean, I, I feel that with Ozark. And the way it ends, I mean, I, you know, I don't want to like knock on wood or anything, but it seemed to me like they very well could make more episodes of this. But... Or at I least a maybe a one-off movie. Maybe a, yeah, maybe like a, what Breaking Bad did. But I mean, I, I mean, I think it's smart to get out well. It's still good, so that you don't turn hey, into Steve Urkel right. turning invisible. Right, exactly. Stuff. So you don't you don't go to real old school. You don't jump the shark. Exactly. So yeah, it's 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 knowing when to pull the ripcord. That's what I'm fearful of as a Stranger Things fan. I am super excited for Stranger oh, Things, me too. the first part of season four coming out. In a couple of weeks, we'll be talking about that, and then the you know second half of it. But there's one more season after that, and it's going to. That's what I'm fearful of. Of yeah. how do you wrap that up? But I'm gonna I'm gonna go in with an open mind. I think a lot of people, like I said, they they pre kind of judge going and are sad, and they all want their fan theories to come come true, and then it doesn't, and they get upset. And it's like it's the creative vision of the creators not the fans like they can listen to the fans but they've had this vision from the get-go the duffel brothers and you know the creators of ozarks and so they're going to tie it up the way they want to tie it up and you just gonna have to deal with that yeah they've had these i mean a good showrunner and a good you know author of a show would easily have this written out before they started shooting seasons two or three beforehand and um so, you know, this is how it is, you know, going to be, whether they fill it out with filler or whatever. But, uh, you know, that's that, you know, that's not every story has the ending you want. Yeah. More often than not, it doesn't. Right. Yeah. One story that did not have a great ending, but just with Netflix, uh, I know you're a huge fan, as am I, his comic stylings, you know, the un- uh, the uh, untimely passing of Norm MacDonald Norm. last year. But we find out this week that there's going to be another Norm MacDonald Netflix stand-up special because Norm, before he passed, had recorded himself in his living room. This is a crazy story. Apparently, according to, and I can't remember her name and I feel bad, but the the, the woman that kind of broke the news of his passing and, and was one of the only people that knew he had cancer and was fighting this since, you know, 2014 he had been fighting yeah. this whole thing. So before he had gone into the one last surgery before he passed, he had been working on new material, and he wanted it to get out to the world. So in his own living room, he set up a camera and did this stand-up special in front of no crowd, just Norm MacDonald being Norm MacDonald. Uh, and in you know they had the footage. He got out of the surgery. He was feeling better, so they thought, okay, we're not going to need this. Then he took a turn for the worse, and he passed. Uh, and so now we're left with this footage, but we're going to get it like his estate. And everyone's just like, no, he wanted it out there. Uh, so they're going to be showing that later on this month on Netflix, uh, interspliced with like commentary from Chappelle and Adam Sandler and David Spade yeah. from the Netflix is a joke comedy festival right. that had recently just wrapped up. So I, I know you're a huge fan. I'm looking forward to seeing what topics he talks about and just how – it's Norm Macdonald. So it, it Oh, it, he's he's gonna go absolutely nuts on whatever subject. And if the fact that he doesn't have an audience is gonna be interesting for me too, because he can he can go places that 
an audience. And, and when you were going to see Norm, you knew you may be like, oh, but that was the beauty of Norm McDonald. Well, right? That's what I was going to say, though. Aud- I mean, the audience has not stopped him from going no. to like absolutely insane places. No, not at, at all. all. So. so that, but it's very on brand for Norm. I was joking with you that he'll he'll have his it, like its cell phone video oh, shot yeah. vertically, yes. and he'll be sitting in his chair, and he'll be like, you know, you're, you know, this this coronavirus, and he's just gonna be like, yeah. like it's it's so it's so. Norm I think McDonald's. it was sent to us by O.J. Simpson. Yeah, or at like, least that's what the Russians would have, have us, us to believe. believe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Amazing that Germans still love David Hasselhoff. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, play all the hits. So that'll be coming out uh, later on this month on Netflix. And finally, Kev, uh, one of the guys I mentioned, Adam Sandler, he'll have something on Netflix next month. Once again, a drama uh, with having to do with basketball, a film called Hustle. And it looks really good. Like yeah. Sandler should just stick to basketball dramas. He does his best work in those. No, he's you know he and I think some of these dramatic roles. And I, I mean more dramatic because you know, I mean I'm, I know there was humor and uncut gems, but I mean he, yes. you know he's he's really you know branching out. And I think the you know and I think it was a misfire for the Academy to you know be like oh Sandler made these Jack and Jill Happy Gilmore Halloween yeah. yeah so you know but you know the, the man has talent and I mean he's always had talent he his I, I think there's a lot of especially his recent movies that have had a lot of low hanging fruit in them and you know and, and you know but that's you know, type of, he had a Netflix movie deal I'm sure he was churning those things out but I mean he's always been a pretty talented guy and it yeah. shows and the thing about him too that I love he's he's down to earth famous has not changed Adam Sandler. No, he's good, he, bad, indifferent. Fame has not changed Adam Sandler. He he walks around with his like basketball shorts and his like, hockey his, jerseys his or hockey football jerseys. He just shows up on your show <laughs> and he does and he does the Adam Sandler thing. Yeah. But when he puts his mind to it, he can't. You know, it's kind of I don't want to put him on par with, but it's like when Robin Williams would do dramatic roles. Right. right? Robin Williams was a character of himself in certain roles and would do the you know crazy stuff. But he had depth. He had good will hunting. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where we'll see Adam Sandler. Like, he can still do the low-hanging fruit stuff. And I I mean, I still like that from time to time. Some of it's pretty awful. But, like, I didn't mind Hoobie Halloween. Like, it was kind of funny to me. There were funny moments in it. I was was making fun of it the other day. But, I mean, there's way way worse movies he's Oh, God, yeah. But, yeah, The Dangerous Six or whatever it was. The Ridiculous Six. six, Yeah, which is is more racist than anything. But, you know, anyways. But but but, now he's back to to doing this. So I wish him well with that, and I look forward to, uh, to watching that. Anything we missed at all there, Kev? You know, I don't think so. Um, not, not that I can think of um, other than we talked about the Obi-Wan trailer last week. Yes, that's um, coming soon. That is coming we will soon. Have, we will have that. So, yeah, then again, the coming weeks we will definitely have. And also, if you are a individual who likes just streaming movies at home, uh, from from what Eric Davis told me, Bad Guys, the animated movie, is out this week on home video. Uh, also, the crazy Viking Northman. Uh, from what I understand, that thing is just insane. If you like just crazy, insane Viking epics with, like, decapitation and stuff, it's for you. I joked with Eric Davis when I talked to him. I think I'm just going to go to the store, buy a side of beef, throw it on my grill, <laughs> and watch that movie. And just, you know, shirtless grill and watch that crazy Northman movie. Just with some mutton. Yeah, yeah exactly. my My so. dad would love that movie. He loves the show The Vikings. Oh, perfect. He's been yeah. catching up with it. So, yeah, I'll, I'll have to... 
give him that movie and say. And The Lost City comes Lost out, City. too. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, a lot, lot to stream this weekend, a lot of choices, and we're here for it. We're here yep. for it to help you out. Kev, always yeah. fun, my friend. Yes, always fun, Mike. Thanks for uh, doing this. And we, uh, you can always catch Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment 8 a.m. on Saturdays. Yes, um, on WMAY. And you can hear Eric Davis each and every Saturday as part of that as well from Fandango.com. Follow him on uh, the socials, Eric with a K. That's true. Absolutely, you can. And you can follow us on social medias as well. Definitely can. Kev? Appreciate it. And we'll be uh, back next week with the Pop Pop Culture Culture Workshop. Workshop.